Blog Talk Radio. Grassroots Holistic Health Show for Saturday, October the 30th, 2010. I'm your host, Wesley Gray, coming to you live from New York City at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Our show today is featuring Mawali Job Simon, but first I begin by acknowledging and thanking the One Most High for allowing this show to take place. I thank our ancestors, and I send blessings, love, and respect to my elders, my children, siblings, my mother-in-law, and my lovely wife. Good evening, everyone. I extend greetings of peace and blessings, and I recognize the divinity within all of you. Uh, today, we have a very special guest on our show, and, and the reason I say that he is so special is that he owns a restaurant that is very unique in terms of the diet and the food offered to the community. Along with that, he has recently made a major impact on a diet that my wife's spirit change and I have added to our vegetarian diet here at home. And it has enhanced healing journey uh, to our mirac- her miraculous recovery from diabetes, and she will share with us her healing journey later on in the show. But first, allow me to give a brief bio of Brother Mawali. Uh, I must say that, indeed, this show is special in that Brother Mawali has uh, brought to the community a, a, a diet that is very unique. And that diet right now is very unique in that it is a war food diet. And what I'd like to do is, is thank uh, Brother Mawali for joining us. And um, I must just give a, a brief interview, I mean a brief overview rather, of uh, his vegan restaurant. It happens to be located in the ethnically diverse community of Crown Heights in Brooklyn, New York. The name of the restaurant is Raw Star, and it is one of the many vegan restaurants that are opening up in various communities within New York City. And I must say that now that former President uh, Bill Clinton has embraced the world food vegan diet, which he is using to assist in his maintaining a healthy heart, and as many of us may know, he's had a couple of heart attacks and a uh, quadruple or triple bypass surgery and so forth, and he knows that uh, the vegan in, uh, diet will impact uh, his his health. And these changes happen because, of course, his um, his daughter just recently got married. And he wants to be around uh, for for his uh, his grandchildren. So I I find it unique that uh, Brother Muwali has incorporated the raw food diet, the vegan diet, as the essence of what he offers in his restaurant. Uh, Mawali was not alone when he became a vegan at the age of 14 in the Rastafarian neighborhood in Trinidad when he grew up. Where, this is where he grew up. And Mawali would share with us his journey from being mentored by Iris Lodge Trium, a Panama-born pioneer, gourmet raw food chef, and his career as a Brooklyn-based caterer and restaurateur. Mawali's grandmother lived in Africa for a while during this, doing um, missionary work and came back to Trinidad when he was born. 
And uh, following the African tradition, his childhood was spent with his grandma, helping him, and he was helping her actually pick produce from their backyard and learning how to cook. So later on in the show, of course, Mawali will uh, share with you in more detail that experience. Uh, Mawali believes that both the positive and negative results of our diet play out over time, and he works to spread that awareness. And it's a gift, as he says, it's a gift to be able to share this knowledge. And he says that these days, diabetes is rampant among our children. And so he goes to schools and demonstrates and, uh, recipes that they would like to, sh to use at home. And uh, he's had pretty much a very big success with that, especially uh, demonstrating the naturally fruit sweet paradise pie that he uh, has made so popular. Uh, at this moment, I'd like to uh, greet Mawalia. Uh, Mawalia, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. Hello, good night. Oh, great, great. It's a pleasure to have you uh, on board with our show. How are you doing? It's a pleasure to be on board. A pleasure to be on board. I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed at this moment. Uh, I feel blessed to be able to um, talk with you tonight and um, and with your um, listeners out there, you know, about, you know, what we are doing as far as Rasta, you know, trying to build a community of um, positivity and health and wellness, you know. Ah, yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Uh, what I'd like you to do, Mawali, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with Warstar? Well, it's been a journey, you know, uh, a blessed journey at it. It's been um, rough at some time, but God is good. Um, my journey started <laughs> as a young boy in Trinidad, you know, growing up around my mom and my, and my grandma. And, and and being able to learn from their exper expertise in cooking, you know, and being able to cook right off of the land and, you know, being able to, you know, shop for fresh goods and, and put it together in, 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 in ways that, you know, I grew to love, you know. So from that, you know, growing up in the community that I grew up in, in Trinidad, you know, had a lot of... um um a lot of very positive people there that was into, um, you know, veganism and, you know, um, just being, you know, staying away from, like, heavy meats and, you know, milks and cheese and stuff like that. So I kind of, like, switched towards that way of, you know, eating back then. And at the age of 17, I came out here and... A friend of mine who knew me from back home and knew how I used to cook and even worked in restaurants back home um, introduced me to this place called um, Sunfire Juice Club. And she told me, she said, you would fit in so nice here because, you know, it's, it's your style of, you know, it's, it will blow you away, man. And so when we went there and I saw what they were doing, the way that they would make, you know, nuts and grains and, you know, fresh mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables taste and look, and, and it was not cooked, and all of the proteins and every, everything was still intact in, this, in these, these meals, I was amazed and I fell in love with the whole idea of, you know, becoming a raw food, a raw foodist and learning more about the food and even practicing how to eat 
hear the food. So I approached the owner. Um, I reached like um, uh, my mentor in this, you know, lifestyle. I approached him for a job, and at that time he said, you know, he had a lot of people on board already, but uh, to keep me in mind. So he took my information, and that very night when I went home, there was a, a note on my door for him. And, you know, he felt my energy and he felt, you know, comfortable, you know, with the, the approach that I have, you know. So he would like to mm-hmm. take me on. And so right away I started working with him and fell in love with the, the whole concept, everything. I, I felt it from deep inside that this was the right move for me. You know, but at that time, you know, my, my family members and close friends were not that intrigued in the idea because I was already, a, you know, Rasta. I was already a small guy, you know. So this, this diet now really took a lot for me, you know. It took my weight down, but I felt really, really good, you know. I was very slim, but my energy level, I felt like I was like 14 again, you know. Bouncing off the board, mm. I was trying to get other people's shifts on the job. I was, you know, I was really pumped and excited about everything, you know. And with that in mind, I reached, you know, approached me. Um, I knew he was getting ready to, to go back to the islands, you know. He was tired of the whole hustle and bustle of New York. And he was getting ready, you know, you know, to just <laughs> retire back there and, you know, do some work from there. But not to be here, you know, if you could go close the restaurant down and sell off a couple of things. So I, we made a deal that I would work for no money, basically, just like, you know, chump change, I guess, or my tips, you know, mm-hmm. to, to buy Metro cards to get there. But I would buy something, you know, I would end up, you know, buying some of his equipment, you know. For me, the start of what he's gone, you know, I spoke to him about the space that, I was getting, you know, um, it was a health food store on 7th Avenue, and the name of it was Uncommon Ground. Mm. In the back of that store and set up in a small kitchen space and, you know, do my raw food and make my paradise pies, and I was really happy, you know, about that whole idea, and, you know, and we worked together, and I did get the, you know, equipment that I needed, and, you know, I started to work out of there. And... Eventually, I'm working out a day in a work, get around, you know, that there's still a kid in town doing this work, you know. And eventually, I end up, some friends said, yo, you should try, you know, going into Manhattan, you know, trying out at Quintessence. And I went and right away, they hired me. I worked with them for a little over two years, I could say like two and a half years. And from there, well, Always keeping in mind that I want to do my own thing. I, I went, I started working out of my apartment. You know, I worked with a couple of doctors, a couple of colonic therapists that knew me and, you know, knew my work. And they would recommend their clients, you know, to, you know, get food from me for the week. And mm-hmm. I built a nice clientele with that and saved a, a great deal of money because, you know, I had no big overhead, you know, and, I was able to save some money and open, you know, the restaurant. So that was my first real venture. It was Green Paradise. I opened with a a friend, you know, a business partner, and I opened that. Mm-hmm. And a couple of 
my really great friends and clients, I mean, everybody was really supportive because after a while, all the crazy talk went out the door and people were looking at me like, yo, you really believe in, in what you're doing and we see it in you, like, your skin is great, your hair is, like, flowing, you know, you never complain about being sick or stuff like that. I see your clients and how they look and eventually my whole family was into raw food. Everybody had all the kids making pies. <laughs> I had my little cousins making pizza, like, you know, Green Paradise was just basically one family just, you know, running that whole little restaurant. And mm. about two, two and a half years into that, you know, I decided I wanted to close that song and go back home for a short time, and I did that. And after doing that, you know, I decided I need to come back, and and the only thing that really made me happy was to playing raw food and talking to kids and going to homes and seeing people lives being changed, seeing people being like, wow, and that's awesome, and, you know, being blown away by the magic of raw food because it, it don't have to taste bad, it don't have to be boring, it don't have to be none of those things. It could be colorful and lively because that's what it is. That's what we need, you know? So eventually mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. saw that and they all piece by piece, you know, incorporated raw food into their diet, and they all had great results and stuff like that. So from there, everybody was convinced that they would be on board with the next venture, which was Rostar. And Rostar now has been open in the community of Prospect Heights for two and a half years. No, you know, you know, just being there and and seeing the way that the community for the last three years, you know, um, looked at us and, and supported us and, you know, you, you know, the support was overwhelming, you know, so we were able to, you know, venture out and move not too far but two doors down to a, a bigger space. So we're now in there a month. It's a new place, new location in Prospect Heights, and right. things are going great. Um, we're still on board with the kids. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's been so fulfilling, brother. Like, I mean, this for me has been a journey. Like, I would not have, in my wildest dreams, think that I would have been doing this when I was 14, 15 years old. You know what I mean? It, it was like a, a complete turnaround. For me, for my attitude, my outlook on life, um, the things that I would just accept and the things that I would question, you know, it it just made a, a, a tremendous um, change in my life. So for me, it, 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 it it's more than just um, I want to have a big successful business or I want to you know, be a billionaire, it's, it's, it's none of that. It's more, you feel more joy in just being able to say, yo, I'm able to, to share, I'm able to to build, I'm able to, to be a part of of something that is is, is, is positive and, you know, could, could help people in this lifetime. You know what I mean? So that's for me, and, and, and being a, a youth to myself and seeing, like, 
my younger cousins looking up to me and, you know, my older uncles looking, you know, looking at me like, yo, I'm proud of you because you're doing something that makes sense. You're doing something that... Well, needless to say, you know, you are definitely doing something that's very profound and making sense and making a major impact in our community. With Joseph Campbell, the ph- Campbell, this philosopher, who uh, he stated before he passed in one of his books, I think it was Man in Mythology, that one should follow one's bliss and uh, everything else will follow, you know, material needs and so forth. All, any, all the abundance that you need in your life will follow. You know, uh, I'm so excited about the fact that you mentioned about the quality of your food and how it has changed lives. And my wife, Spirit Change, is sitting with me in the studio. And uh, for her birthday, uh, her Earth Day, actually, I uh, treated her with dinner at your restaurant, as you know. And uh, we just loved the food. You know, it was really delicious, and uh, it had a high energy to it. And uh, I'd just like you to know that, indeed, as you know, my wife is, uh, has recovered from diabetes. She's made a miraculous recovery. And I'd like her to say hello with you and to share some thoughts with you and the listening audience. Hold on for a sec, please. Hello, Malawi. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. Good night. How are you? Oh, good night. I'm terrific. I just want to mention on my Earth Day, my Earth Day was October 14th. And um, that was when my husband brought me and um, I'll tell you, the food was so good. I I don't know what was in those spinach appetizer, but that was great. And I was talking about that appetizer, and I said to my husband, wow, I could have had this for the entree. It was so good. Oh, was, thank you very just, much. I'm really, really glad that you liked it and you enjoyed your Earth Day. Um, again, happy birthday again to you. Like a guave, 
which is healthy for you, but you can still get that sweet taste. So I just wanted to acknowledge, I wanted to acknowledge um, your restaurant and your recipes because they are truly health-friendly to anyone. So I just want to thank you for that, and I'm going to give you back to my husband now. Thank you. Thank you. I, I thank you so much for, for coming in and, and experiencing Rasta. I hope you would come again and for us to dine you. <laughs> you know, thank you so much. Have a great time. Oh, we'll be back definitely really soon. Okay. Uh, I guess this okay. is a good opportunity to segue into telling the listening audience how they can uh, get in contact with you and visit Rawstar. Well, um, First of all, Rasta is located in Brooklyn. Um, it's on 681 Washington Avenue, and that's between Prospect Place and St. Mark's. It's, the neighborhood is Prospect Heights. It's like four blocks from the Brooklyn Museum, and the neighborhood is pretty beautiful. You know, we have a lot of um, upcoming, you know, businesses around that, you know, has some, you know, positive, you know, energy. Um, and our telephone number here at Rosta is 718-975-0304. Um, again, that's 718-905-0304. Um, friends could also um, look us up on Facebook. Um, on Facebook, look for Rosta live number one. Um that's also our email address, Rawstar Live number one at AOL dot com. Um again that's what are the, uh, live. So I'm sorry. Hmm? No, I was what, just, what are the email. hours in which um the our hours of um operation is um from Tuesdays to Saturdays we're open from one Eleven, and on Sundays we're open from one till ten. We close on Mondays. Uh, Mondays we usually have our um, food prep classes, or we are going to schools or um, different churches and um, places to, you know, um, do demos and talks and stuff. I'm happy you mentioned about the uh, the school, the classes, and so forth. Uh, I read an article in a food magazine recently featuring you and your restaurant, and it had uh, stated that you've had children over at the restaurant, I think something like 30 or so on occasion, uh, sharing with them your cooking recipes. And Could you explain, uh, share with the audience uh, that experience? Well, I'll be honest with you guys, that's, that's the joy in my job, like to work with the kids, um, the kids bring so much positive energy to the table, like you you just can't do nothing else but create, you know, good, loving food and, you know, come up with new ideas and new recipes. Um, we normally just um, put it out there um, that we would come to your school or um, after-school programs, any type of, you know, clubs or groups or women's groups, um, choirs, churches, we would come to any type of positive group in the community that would like to share this with their members. We would come and we would do a demo for you and explain some stuff to them. 
um, free of charge. You know, they just pay for the ingredients, of course, that we will be using that day or night. And we, you know, find great joy in doing that with the kids because with the kids, it's so much fun. You know, you see they're in, they're really into the, the different colors and tastes of these fruits and vegetables. And our kids these days is accustomed to a lot of sweet. Um, they, they, they grew up on a lot of, lot of sugar, refined sugar. And so if you could, you know, create something that, that, that's alive, that's raw, that, that's healthy for them, that could, could reach that taste for it, you know, that could replace that sweet tooth that, that we have created for them, if we could find alternatives and, and see if really um, satisfy them, that by itself is a you know a great joy because when you make the paradise pies and you know the little goodies, um, you might make macaroons or you know pizzas, smoothies. When you see the way they receive it and the way that they um, fall in love with taste and 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 you look in their eyes and they have that excitement, like I know that food. You know, my, my mom is from Trinidad, I know coconuts, my mom is from Jamaica, you know, you hear them talk about these different, um, you know, exotic fruits and vegetables that they are not accustomed to eating on a, on a, on a daily basis. And, and, you know, we have it all around us. And if they could see it and, and go home and say, Mom, I, you know, I saw this pie and I fell in love, you know, and they could fall in love with it to encourage their moms or their dads to, you know, you know, uh-huh. I'm into the idea of giving them more healthier stuff to eat. You know, dates is a very um, sweet fruit when dried that you could make any type of pies or dessert or um, or even fruit letters or even candies with, you know, that you could give to the kids, you know? Wonderful. You know, you know I, I just want to uh, uh, pause for a moment. I have a uh, caller on the line. I'd like for them to be able to share, uh, to say hello and also uh, share any thoughts that they may have. Uh, would you hold on for a sec, um, Malawi? Yes, yeah, sure. Thank you. Hello, 718. You're on the air. Hey, how hello? you doing? Hello? Okay, who's this speaking? Hi, my name is Danielle. Hi, Danielle. How are you doing? It's a pleasure to have hello, you on the show. All right, thank you, thank you. I just have a few questions for Brother Mawali. Yes, Okay. I've been by your place, Rawstar, and I love your food, especially the lasagna. And since I'm coming from, like, a man-eating family, like, how can how can raw food change my life? Oh, wow, raw food could change your life on tremendously, brother. Um... How do you feel? Like, um, are you a, a healthy, you know, young man? Do you feel any difference when you eat the raw food to when you um, eat the, you know, your regular diet? Just on a regular, like, if you come into the restaurant on a regular night and you have the, the food, do you feel a difference? When I eat the food, I do. I feel light. It's not. It's not when I eat meat. I feel heavy, but when I eat raw food, I can still eat and keep eating. 
And it tastes good. It's, it's real, real light, and I love it. Yeah. Well, brother, raw food could turn around any illnesses that or any ailment that you could be, you know, developing right now, unknowing by the food that you're eating now, because the food that you're eating now, the meat and um, the, the heavy sugar and starch, it will eventually catch up with you. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, you know, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I've seen it in in in, in my years of preparing raw food and. If you incorporate that in your life right now, my brother, and in your family life, you would see a uh-huh. great difference. You would see a great, tremendous um, positivity all around, even in even in your attitude and your outlook on life and, and on the things that, that is alive and around you. You know, and we all talking green these days, and raw food is one of the, the, the one of the <laughs> most most potent ways to hit that green green match, you know, because that means you will have to cut out a lot of the plastic food, I like to call it, you know what I mean? And and really live on the land. So, yeah, I see raw food really, you'll be able to see tremendous um, um, positive outcomes from this diet, my brother. Yeah, how old are you, Daniel? I'm 21. Twenty-one. Ah, yes, yes. Well, you're you're, you're starting off your your um, adulthood as a young man on a very positive yeah. note. Believe me, I'm 66, and uh, I've been running uh, long distance running for over 30 years, and I'm running my 14th New York Marathon next Sunday. Um, oh, God bless you. And wow. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's something that resonated with me some 30 years ago, and I didn't realize it, especially now, and I shared this with my wife, Spirit Change, and she has actually embraced the philosophy, and that is that the body does keep score, as Moali was saying. You know, what you deposit is almost like going to the bank and making a deposit in a savings account, and you're going to get exponential, you know, uh, return, if you will, and interest, and your body will keep the score a year from now, 5, 10, 20, indeed 30 years from now in terms of what you do today to, to your body and what you feed it. So I just wanted to share that note with you. I'm 66 and I feel like I'm 46 sometimes. It's not even younger. Well, everybody is younger. Well, I want to thank you guys. Thank you, Don. Right, welcome. I hope I answered your question. I, I know sometimes I could go around in a circle, but basically you're on the right track. Um, try to get try to try to get some raw food um class or classes or try to get a book. Um, try to go on the internet and look up raw food and other raw food restaurants and other raw things and you know, and just try to learn more about it and you you're on the right track, Daniel. Uh, a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Brother Mawali. I wanna thank you. And I will be sure to stop by your restaurant again. Again, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Thank you. And also, Daniel, uh, Brother Mawali will be giving workshops or, should I say, food classes uh, sometime in, in yes. the near future. So you definitely keep uh, in touch with them regarding that. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Have, uh, I will. I will look yes. forward to doing that with you guys. All right. All right, man. I would. Uh, I All right, guys. Take care. God bless you. Um, All right, peace. Thank you, Daniel. And take care as well, and, and God bless. Come again. Come on uh, the show again soon.
yes, uh, that was great uh, to have him, uh, the brother, call in. And uh, it's encouraging uh, young men and women. And like I say, my brother, that's the thing with uh, with Ross Style. We're able to um to be uh, a, a neutral playing field for for everybody, every creed, every race, every um, ethnicity, every age group. We see young kids coming in there. We want to encourage the kids to come in there. We want to encourage the kids to be a part of of um of Ross Style because you know that's our future. You know what I mean? And so Absolutely. we wanna we wanna always focus and on, 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 on what tomorrow we bring. You know, we wanna plan ahead and make sure that, that they have the right tool to go forward with in, in the future. And so that's what mm-hmm. the is about, that's what all the sharing is about because, you know, you you would see all these fast food restaurants, you know, um whatever the, the names might be, you know, I, I tend not to call names and stuff, but you would see all these very hurtful places um, in, in our neighborhoods um, doing very, very well. And what do we know about mm-hmm. the food? Nothing. So if we could teach our young mothers, grandmothers, young kids, you know, um, virgins on the street about the benefits of law, and if we could show them how easy it is to prepare and how life-changing it could be, um, a business like Raw Star could, could be very successful in Crown Heights or in Prospect Heights or in Manhattan or in any neighborhood. You know what I mean? But if well, you know, I, I totally agree. I mean, I I feel that that with things that are happening, and, you know, I, I at my age, I've seen transitions happen within the community, uh, within the community of, of, of popular culture, if you will, and I mentioned earlier about President Bill Clinton, former President Bill Clinton, that, uh, you know, he's now a vegan. And I can recall when President Kennedy was elected, you know, he made an, an impact upon the community just by virtue of the way he dressed or did not dress. You know, when he walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, he didn't wear a hat. And men's haberdashery, went down because men stopped wearing hats all year round during the winter, you know, to keep their head warm. However, uh, his wife, Jackie uh, Kennedy, she wore a pillbox hat, and women's haberdashery went up. And, of course, in our community, in the African-American community, hats being worn by women is, a, you know, a tradition, especially within the church community. Um, but I'm saying all I got to say that what are the possible ramifications of, of Bill Clinton being able to make on the community by him becoming a vegan. Uh, I dare say that, you know, we can just keep ourselves uh, abreast of the social changes that will take place within the next uh, year or two in terms of how he makes an impact. Uh, we have our current president, um, Barack Obama, and he smokes cigarettes and he likes hamburgers just like Bill Clinton did at one time. But his wife, Michelle Obama, uh, she has planted an organic garden in the White House backyard. Now, how much is she impacting women throughout the country to reconsider organic vegetables and fruits? And, uh, you know, to get rid of this mindset, oh, organic food is too expensive. You know, indeed, maybe the vegan restaurant and vegetarian restaurants is too expensive. 
uh, I dare say that uh, if we just cut back on the, you know, extraneous purchases that we make that, that we don't really need, you know, clothing and other types of toys and, and not other types, but toys that we, you know, have to have and how we compete with one another to be able to keep up with the Joneses, if we can just invest that money into our health and be able to have the mindset of being preventive rather than reactive. So I just wanted you to share with us, if you could, Mawali, about that mindset of how uh, food can be a medicinal uh, uh, source and and uh, to be able to use the vegan diet, the vegetarian diet, as a means of uh, healing the body. Yes, well, the, just a, 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 a vegan diet by itself, um, if you take away most of different animal products and, you know, some starches and stuff, that by itself has a great benefit. Um, I I want to share a little story <clears throat> that just recently happened two years ago. Me and, and my mom, my mom is still back home in Trinidad, and mm-hmm. when she retired, she um, started to complain. Like after six months, about you know she was tired and not you know feeling too well and stuff like that. And so I. Told her that you know, so, you know, go to the doctor and, and tell me what they say, and then you know, you'll take it from there. So she went to two different doctors, and I needed to hear from you know two different people what was going on with her. Um, one doctor said that her sugar level was really high, and mm-hmm. that you know, you know, and the next one said you know the same thing, but telling her it's okay. Um, you know, and she was trying to let her know that she could still have such and such, but just at a more, you know, moderate pace. And she could put out, um, I said, no more good pills and, um, and, and, and different routines that, you know, could bring it down. So he wasn't saying that her diet could bring it down. He wanted her to still eat some of the junk that he could maintain the disease in her body and so that the pharmaceutical company or so that he can make some money off of my mom. That's the way I looked at it, you know. Mm-hmm. When she told me that I, you know, I flew home to Trinidad and I spent two weeks with my mom and I went to these doctors and I spoke with her. And one doctor was, he gave her a chart of a food pyramid um, that she should follow. And, you know, I mean, this time they had all things from all eggs and, you know, um, <laughs> this time they had, like, some crazy um, potatoes, which we all know is pure sugar. It's, it's very high in, in starch. We all know that, you know, um, untapped sugar for the body. You know what I mean? And this mom was trying to tell my mom that she should have these things and that's a healthy diet, healthy, you know. And when I went home, man, I, I cleaned out the closet, I don't know, her food closet, and we went to the, the marketplace, fresh food, fresh vegetables, and I spent two weeks with my mom, and we went back by that doctor, and he took some, he 
and whatnot. And he came out smiling, thinking that she was on the, the pills or whatnot that he was giving to her. And I told him, I said, man, you need to be ashamed of yourself. Like, you need to, to open up your eyes a little wider and look beyond what they taught you and really try to, you know, pick sense out of nonsense unless you just naturally want to tell these lies. You know what I mean? And I spoke to the doctor, you know, and that was it. My mom, since then, has not had problems with, with, with diabetes. All it is is our diet. Our diet contributes to any illnesses that we have. If our body are properly alkaline, if we eat enough alkaline food and we drink enough water, if we do the right things, man, we would have longevity. We would be simple. You know what I mean? So definitely we are communicate. It could change lives. It could, it could, you know, it could make doctors look like liars. And I've heard this story time and time again. I have people that I know that have shook their hands and doctors told, like, you know, you have six months to live. You have five months to live. You have eight months to live. Taking away all hope from these people. When all they could say is, go back to the land, man. Go back to the herbs, the natural herbs. Go back to, you know, fresh food. You know, organic food that, that is not heavily sprayed with all types of, you know, crazy chemicals and stuff like that. And it, and it doesn't take a scientist, my brother, because, like I say, I'm, I, I tell people I'm a chef. <laughs> you know, I don't have a opinion in anything. I'm just talking from my life experience. I'm just talking from the people that I've met and the people that I've actually met and that I've actually saw their tears and, and then seen their smiles afterwards. You know what I mean? When the people yes, see. yes. Well, right now, I'm having your ear fading in and out. Uh, are you calling from your landline? I'm actually, no. I'm can you hear me? Calling. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, great. Yeah, you were fading out for a moment. Uh, are you on your cell phone? Yes, I am. Okay, now you're much clearer. So where are you at now? Please stay in that at that spot. <laughs> you're just fading out. You might have been moving around. Uh, where I, yeah, at. I might have been. And, and I, I might have been. I might have been getting. Yeah, I call it. I call it. Get, I, I catch. The, I catch the power sometimes because when I talk about you know this food and when I talk about you know the benefits of it, it, it puts me into a, a moving state where I want to you know. I'm excited, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> I can I'm imagine. Excited. <laughs> and that, and that reminds me, I did have a. I had a question earlier about the sacred, the sacredness of cooking, and if you, uh, if you agree that uh, as we prepare food, that there's a difference with uh, how one prepares food if you're in a state of love, in a state of joy and happiness, as opposed to one who prepares food who is not in that state, who's dealing with the state of fear or anger. And yeah. also, as we know, there's some people in our community who embrace a, a a spiritual mindset in terms of the relationship with plants, with trees, and indeed the relationship with animals. And mm-hmm. in the uh, Jewish community, they have what they call kosher food. And in the Muslim community, they have halal. And, and I, from my knowledge, we're talking about, just in terms of animals, they have a 
certain relationship with the animal, with the way it's fed in a free-filled uh, 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 environment where they're roaming, free to roam. They feed them certain types of grains and vegetables and, and fruit or whatever else they feed them. Uh, and they also, when they kill them, there's a prayer that's evoked. And there's a, there's a merciful way in which they're killed. And blood is drained out and so forth and so on. So there are some people now around the world in various communities that have a certain reverence to food. And if they eat meat, they have a certain reverence to the animals that they eat. So I just wanted to get your, your feelings and your thoughts about that particular area of food preparation and food consumption. Well, definitely I would want to share that part because that part is very important. First of all, you have to you have to be once you become raw foodist, um, and you're sharing this food and you're making this food for um for other people consumption. You know you have to put love into it. And when you see the magic of this food, you will, you just the love will just keep pouring. You have to be in that place. You have to center yourself and be in that place where this food is being used as you know medicine. This is not no game, it's not, not nothing to play with. You know, and if you have if you find that place where you can find that flow of that energy, that positive flow, then you're in the right space for, you know, preparing raw food and stuff. So I always try to, you know, teach um, you know, my friends and even in, in the classes and whatnot, let people know, look, you make a mistake, don't stress yourself out, don't get all mad and don't be in that place. You don't want to be in that place. You want to meditate and always be in a place of love, in a place of healing. You know what I mean? And um, and the question for um about you know the halal and you know the all the kosher stuff is just like again it's, it's the same principle. You know they you know eat, some of these animals are being killed and being eaten and being treated treated really really bad and. You know, in this life, we all know about karma, about, you know, you know, the reality of things. You know, what goes around, comes around, you eat that, that animal that is so scared and full of fear. And the last thing he sees is somebody kicking him or, you know, you know, you know, being really ill and, you know, treated. Like, you can be eating nothing positive there. That can't nourish your body in no positive way. It can make you feel happy for a moment that your belly is full, but, you know, you just ate so much pain and, you know, so much sorrow, like, what, 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 what come out of that, you know what I mean? And that's my thought on that, like, that's what I look at, you know? Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and, and I must say that I, I um, appreciated you sharing the story of, about your mother. Some of what you were saying that was fading in and out, and I just want to be clear, uh, your mother is now, is she cured from diabetes? She's not well. She's not good. She doesn't, she has no um, attacks. She doesn't um, lose breath. She, she's not, not eating and not getting tired all the time. And when she goes to the doctor, you know, they don't see, you know, her sugar being all crazy. Like, she's okay and she's free of medication, you know. She's free of medication? That's Great. Yeah, she's still medication. She doesn't have to, you know, depend on it's a crutch, you know. And it's, <clears throat> oh, that's it's wonderful. A crutch. 
culture that looks like almost like we are set up to to to, to use, you know, from from your young men and women working in you know society. We are taught to eat a certain way and and to work a certain way, to save a certain way. But when we reach a certain age, all all our money is going back into the you know pharmaceutical companies or to the doctor's office and stuff like that. To me, to me that don't make sense because, you know, I don't want to work on my life just to know that I'm going to spend all that money in, in doctor bills. You know what I mean? You want to stay for Well, you know, it's, it's, it's common knowledge that uh, uh, the Western uh, policy, especially here in the United States, at least it used to be, but they're being challenged to change that they have what they call embedded obsolescence with anything that they manufacture. And uh, usually, uh, even a car, for instance, like one year ago, you bought a car, they knew that from the material that they used and other things uh, from a scientific, you know, mechanical perspective, they knew that in five years, that car would fall apart. And, of course, they always gave you a warranty that was uh, for three years you know, just short of five years. And if you just multiply that by 10, uh, they condition us uh, as consumers of food and our lifestyle to eat three square in a day. They knew that by the time we reach 50, and indeed if we were of African by the time we are 40, because we have a more of a propensity for diabetes and heart disease and high blood pressure, uh, that we would begin to fall apart. And then, as my wife and I discussed on numerous, numerous occasions, here comes the pharmaceutical community with their, uh, you know, uh, piece of the action. So now they're going to prescribe. You go to the doctor, and they're in cahoots with the pharmaceutical uh, industry, and they start prescribing drugs for you to use, which, for the most part, just exacerbates your disease. Doesn't make I will well. tell you, my brother, I look at, uh, I look at food as a drug, you know, even mm-hmm. that I have, you know. I look at food like I don't just, my my outlook on the way, you know, when you tell somebody about the benefits of raw and what it could do for your diet and stuff like that, I tend not to get too crazy and excited because I know that people, it's a fight there, you know. There's some people just not <laughs> hearing about this or not learning about it. I've, I've been there. It's a fight to get there, you know, and it's and it's a journey. Sometimes you fall down, you get you just get right back up. Like I say, you just, yeah, you just yeah. make sure and eat enough good stuff to to, to counter attack whatever you know crap that you think you did to yourself the day before, the night before. You know, do some fasting and and serious cleaning out and stuff like that. Fasting is one of the mm-hmm. the, the, the well. I'm happy you shared that, and I just want to take a moment to just uh, let the listeners know that, indeed, I'm not a medical doctor and I'm not here to recommend any treatments or make any diagnosis. But what I'm here to do is to share information about the health practices which my family and I engage in and which work for us. And I suggest that before trying anything new that you would consult with a licensed medical practitioner. And that being said, I must also add that I use a product called Frutavita, which is an energy drink which has several benefits, and it has assisted me in maintaining a comfortable energy level during the day and, indeed, when I run. And it also has helped my wife lose on one of pounds and assisted her in maintaining her weight and, uh, and also a healthy blood glucose level. 
Uh, we take one liquid ounce in the morning before breakfast, and uh, and sometimes I take one in the evening. And you can also try Frida Vita for free. Yeah, you don't have to pay for anything other than the shipping and handling charges. And you can go to my website, which is www.trytrudavita.com forward slash 45522. That's trytrytruta.com slash 45522. The link also happens to be on the page of my uh, website uh, here at Block Talk Radio. And uh, I just want you to get back to me and let me know what the results are once you do consume this juice. And I may add that the main ingredient is acai, which is found in the Amazon of uh, Brazil, or throughout the Amazon, which I understand is beyond Brazil. Uh, Mowali, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. We're uh, at the last eight minutes of the show. And I, I just so want to... So it's my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. And, and of course, we have so much more that we can share with each other and with the audience. And I'd like you to definitely come back. You have to come back uh, again and and visit us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to share a a short recipe for um, a kale salad with with the audience tonight because I think that they could incorporate a nice green salad in whatever meal that, you know, of their license that it could make a change, you know what I mean? So um, if you have a couple of minutes, I could do that. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, I'm going to share one of my favorite kids' salad with you guys. It's um, it's just regular green um, kale. Um, You want to strip it off of the stem, add some olive oil, some lemon juice, um, some dried cranberries, avocado, um, cilantro, and a little bit of cayenne pepper, some dulse flakes, and just take your hand and really marinate all those ingredients into that kale leaf. So when you're done, you're going to lick the bowl, man. It's great. It's a really great salad. I hope you guys try it at home and... Again, my ple- my pleasure for being on your show, um, and I just thank you for all the love and support. Well, well it's, uh, you're very welcome, and it's a pleasure to be able to uh, have you on the show and uh, share uh, uh, your journey as a restauranter and uh, <laughs> one who is actually a pioneer, one of the pioneers in uh, the raw food vegan uh, diet and, and I'm looking forward to you sharing with us how your business is growing, how much of an impact, especially amongst children in our community, uh, the impact yeah. that you're making upon them. Because it seems as if the roles are beginning to reverse and in a very yeah. positive way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of more people are working in. I say a lot of more people, uh, their eyes are being opened to this whole, you know, raw food movement and, you know, it, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to sound weird. It's just regular fruits and vegetables and nuts and grains that still contains all of the nutrients that we need as um, living organisms, you know what I mean? Again, like you, I'm not a doctor, but, I mean, from all the years of working, you know, hand-in-hand with people, like the results, it, it 
clean. It's just plain as day. Like, this is the cure for so many, you know, illnesses that we are encouraging in our own bodies, you know. It's, it's us, you know. And it's, it's your temple, so you want to live longer and take care of it better, you know. And try and, you know, put the right, the right you know, fuel in, in, in your engine, basically. You know what I mean? So I give thanks again for tonight. And um, for everybody listening out there, um, I welcome you guys to Rostar. Um, we look forward to, you know, serving you guys. And, you know, welcome. Come try and see. Uh, we, we have a class that's coming up on the 29th of this month. Um, it's a, it was our only raw food class this year because we had great things happening. We was moving and, you know, um, working in our kill chips, um, trying to get it. You know, distributed and, and set it up right so that it could be market marketed and stuff like that. So um, we had, we was working on all these different things. So this year we didn't do a lot of classes. Um, so we're gonna do one on November 29th, and that's on Monday. It starts at six. Um, the the fee for the class is sixty five. Um. And we encourage anybody who um, is a teacher in a school, a principal, anybody to be listening tonight that would like to experience Rasta coming into your school or um, your community center or church, um, for us to share this with them, we invite you guys um, to call us again at um, our telephone number, which is 718-975-0304, um, or email us at... Um, Rawstar Live <clears throat> number one at AOL dot com. That's Rawstar Live number one at AOL dot com. And um yeah man, we wanna keep pumping the positivity in the community and um and we hope to serve you guys and to empower everything and get this movement on for our kids, man. Absolutely. I must share with the audience that uh, when our wife visited you we felt so much at home. As a matter of fact, uh, the decor, uh, the ambiance makes you feel as if you're in a living room, you know, in somebody's home. So I must compliment that. Uh, I don't know. Did you have anything to do with the design of the restaurant from Mowali? Well, to be honest with you, I designed the whole thing. All my restaurants have been um, the, um, the 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 sheet rocker, the designer. But I had great help this time around because it was a bigger space for my uncle. Um, Tommy was a great help. Um, I had three young men that I've, I've never met before, but they came in the, the last week of my rush to um, pass in my New York City um, <laughs> health department test run through um, to give me the okay to open up. Um, these guys came in the last well, week. I'm sorry we have to cut uh, off, but we have 60 seconds going. And uh, again, yeah, thank you well, so much, and I look to you. Uh, coming to our home and uh, and us sitting down and talking and, and demonstrating some of your recipes. All right? Have a great that, night. Too. God bless you. And we'll talk Me soon, Wally. All right. God bless you, too. Thank you. Good night. Bye. I end as I begin giving thanks and praise to the Most High, and I look forward to returning next Saturday to Grassroots Holastic Health Talk Radio. My name is Wesley Gray. I'm your host. Have a beautiful day and a blessed week. Alafia. Assalamu alaikum. It's a cool. Namaste, shalom, peace, and blessings.